Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. When one goat isn't enough, we just roll from one into another. Luke Hodge into Cameron Smith to talk NRL. Smithy, very good morning to you. Are you over last weekend when the Melbourne Storm <laughs> hit a little bit of a hurdle. See, oh, we just squared up straight away. Yeah, it was, it was, let's, get, let's rip the band-aid I off. I found it a very quiet exit, Smithy. You know, yeah. it, it was a rarity and they're just gone. Yeah, no, they're gone. Um, and very disappointed they all were, particularly the coach Craig Bellamy. Um, I, I think more so he was most disappointed with uh, the way they were defeated and the fashion that they exited, which mm. I think he, he commented on uh, their defence, was uh, as soft as butter at times. So, um, yeah, very disappointing, particularly for those those guys uh, leaving. That was their final game for the Melbourne Storm, the two Bromwich brothers, of course, Jesse and, and Kenny. Bromwich, um, Felice Kafusi, and also Brandon Smith, who are all moving on from the club this year. They all premiership players, boys. So um, I think the club and the team, um, they were hoping to yeah, go a little bit deeper into finals football for those players, but um, it wasn't to be. The Raiders were good at times. Um, they got a, they come up with a couple of very, um, I guess, um, fortunate Fortunistic tries at times, but uh, yeah, like a couple of the other tries were, were pretty soft. But they go through the storm are gone. Um, but um, that, that that's the first that's the first time um, since two thousand and fourteen that the storm haven't gone past week one of the finals. So yeah. it's been a pretty good effort. It's been a very good effort. But the one thing we now look at Cam and the fact that we haven't heard anything yet. It's Wednesday. No decision or any word out of Cameron Munster's camp. No. The, long, the longer this goes on, what's your gut feeling? Oh, well, th- this is my take on it. And, and let's get this out the way to start with. I, I'd really love Cameron Munster to, to stay at the Melbourne Storm. It's it's the club that I played my entire career at. And, um, you know, I want to see the club do well into the future. But the longer this goes on, as you mentioned, Benny, um, it... it 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 you get the feeling that he won't be at the Melbourne Storm after twenty twenty three. That that's my gut feeling. Right. Because if if he's in a position like so, he's a Premiership player at that footy club, and he's been there for quite some time, and he's done some wonderful things for the organisation. Now, if he wanted to be there, and there was no question about leaving, and his his agent Braith Anasta, he's come out and public publicly said that uh, the Melbourne Storm are now in the ballpark as far as, um, you know, the offer is concerned um, from, from a salary point of view, then if that's all squared away, then why hasn't Cameron Munster signed? That, that's, my, that's my take on it. Mm. I, I, the longer it goes on and, and the longer you don't see a signature from Cameron, uh, Cameron Munster for the Melbourne Storm, 
I, I start to think, well, I don't think he'll be there. And then it puts a little bit of disruption on 2023, doesn't it? You're, you're not doubting that he's going to be there next season? Oh, I don't think so. Well, unless, unless the Melbourne Storm are willing to give him up. Yes. That, that's the only thing. But then whatever club he goes to, and it looks as though if he is to leave the Melbourne Storm, it, it will be with the Dolphins. Then the Dolphins have got to come up with um, a package for the Melbourne Storm for them to release Cameron yes. Munster for next season as well. So there's a lot of lot of different things that need to happen for Munster not to be at the Melbourne Storm next year. He's come out and said that he's committed to the Storm and he'll be playing in, in Melbourne Colours in 2023. Yes. I just don't know whether he'll be there beyond that. The best game of the weekend, probably Sharks-Cowboys, um, for all its drama, but all, and mm. its recovery by the Cowboys. You, did, did the Sharks blow something there? Did you notice that they, they had a let-up that allowed the Cowboys back in? Well, I just when I look at that game, and, and as you said, Hills, it was probably, you know, well, maybe outside the Roosters' Rabbitohs game on on the Sunday it was probably the most entertaining match given there was sixty two points scored. It went to extra time, of course. Yeah. First, no points were scored in that in that um, period of time, and then the Cowboys with Val Holmes, you know, he slotted a forty three meter <laughs> field goal to finish. Like it was a, it was a pearler of a shot, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was a funny game because it looked as though the Sharks were well and truly on top early, and then they just I don't know. They just they went away from what was working for mm. them which was hard, just hard direct running. They started to get into a bit of an offload sort of phase of football, which I don't think really suits them. Their best football is when they they know exactly where they need to be on the footy field. They know exactly what type of set of six that that they're looking for. And everyone's running direct and hard and into space and they play the ball quickly and away they go. Um, But the Cowboys, they, look, they come up with, some big plays to get back into this match. Um, you know, one of them was the, you know, the Tom Dearden um, try. Yeah. He scored from his own half. He just picked the ball up from dummy half. It looked like he was just going to offload to Val Holmes for a, for a, you know, a straightforward hit up. But the, the Cronulla defense, they just, they just stopped. They just watched him when he, when he went, when he ran through the, the, the first line of defense, there was like several Cronulla players with their hands in the air, just not doing anything. And then he just ran straight round Will Kennedy and scored. Um, and then it took the, the Connor Tracy um, sin binning, obviously for the Cowboys to come back. They were, they were down by eight points, really brave call to go for the two points straight up um, to, to drag it back to six. And then of course, Jason Tamalolo, who I thought was, Incredible! He ran for 270 meters and made 40 tackles in this game. He scored with 15 seconds to go. Val Holmes levels it up, and they go an extra time. So, look, that th- that was a huge win for the Cowboys because not only does it give them the week off, it now gives them their very first um, grand final qualifier at home in Townsville. And what it does do is it makes either uh, Canberra or Parramatta, whoever wins this game this weekend. They now have to travel to the very north of the country. Mm. They're going to have to play in, you know, 28, 30-degree conditions that they, that they haven't played in for, you know, quite some time, for about six months, like the very early rounds of this year, and it's going to be uncomfortable for them. So they're in a really good position to go forward and, and, and try and find themselves in a grand final. 
The wise words of Cameron Smith, 13-13-55, the Brighton Homes Open Live. Any questions for Cam, shoot them through. Uh, we'll get them to him. Now, the other entertaining game for completely different reasons, Cameron, were mm. the, it was the bunnies and the chooks just going at each other. <laughs> from the, would you have wow. loved to have been part of that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, big Jared. Just, or oh, Tommy, yeah. Yeah, look, it, oh, look there, there's no doubt there was there – was, Periods of that game, I was sitting there just going, how good is this? I was loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon a, a touch into the second half, I was like, okay, boys, come on. Let's get back and let's play some footy. Like enough with the you know the pushing and the shoving. And I, I think they – both sides, and I, and I think, and I think uh, you know, respective coaches from either sides, they, they mentioned after the game, you know, probably both, both teams, both sets of players, maybe let the occasion and, and the emotion get to them a bit too much. Um, I think Trent Robinson actually said, you know, that I, I feel as though the Rabbitohs just handled the occasion a little bit better than what we did. That's why they they won the match. But, um, <clears throat> oh, look, there's no doubt there's there's no love loss between these two. They only played last week of, yeah. Yeah. as well, like in the final round of the competition, which was a very – it was just a, it was a complete opposite result with the Roosters winning that game. But, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of emotion, a lot of um, – a lot of sparks flying, but you know the bunnies. They, you know what they they won the game that mattered, um, and they progressed through. And I, look, I, I really, I really, I was impressed with what they dished up on the weekend with Latrell playing the way he did. I liked how he had a lot more involvement um, this week. He in in the previous game, um, yeah, it looked as though he wasn't overly interested with with you know trying to you know make a difference to the footy side coming off his own try line in those sort of tough carry areas. But he was in the thick of it for the entire game, um, you know, in, in that first semifinal. And I think the more involvement he has, the more touches he, he can get, the more dangerous the bunnies are all over the field. And an emotional Latrell Mitchell too after the game, obviously a former rooster coming to Souths mm. as well. And, and he, was asked, he was asked about that yesterday, uh, about the emotion of it and, and, and how he's going to turn that around and, and, and keep, uh, keep going. Here's Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, it was a different one. Like I, I sort of expressed, um, I was trying to talk and it just choked me up a little bit. And uh, you know, a lot of you know gratitude just come to me, and yeah, just a wave of emotion. It was, uh, yeah, it's been a long time coming, and um, I've really sort of worked really hard on myself mentally, physically, and um, it's been just a you know a roller coaster of a ride for Trail Mitt. And but I've really enjoyed the, um, you know the sacrifices I've had to make, and um, you know obviously leaving the country to do what I had to do, and. Uh, but I took a lot out of it too, a lot of confidence. I suppose arrogance that everyone reckons. So. <laughs> he loves it. He owns it, doesn't he? Uh, 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 um, tre- did he just uh, refer to himself in the third person? He did. Tre- he did. That's tre- what I had a little giggle at. Trollmit. Trollmit. What would you be? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever referred to myself as in the third person. No. No. Trollmit. Trollmit. It's a very okay. special person that does that. Mm. Cam, one thing I... I'm really interested in your take on this. We've we've been talking about referees. We've been talking about the coaches, what they could have and should have done. What about the captains on the field? Mm. And, you know, do do they – is the responsibility on them to calm it down, to pump it, maybe to talk to the refs like – we know your relationship with refs, but when do you you walk up to them? Which Simbin? The fourth, the fifth, the sixth to say hey? Well, well, I think, think, you know, the the, the players took it out of – um, Ashley Klein's hands on the on the weekend with with the some with some of those incidents, and we all know that the the high contact uh, 
um, you know, this year has been pretty harshly dealt with. They they don't really they don't tend to let too many of those go. Um, so that that was where mainly most of the issues come from in, in this match was the high contact stuff. Um, but you know, I, I guess as captain, and I've seen both sides. I've seen you know Cam Murray speaking to his troops, and I've seen Victor Radley and um, Luke Keary speaking at times to to their players. Of course, James Tedesco didn't play mm. most of the match. He he copped a head knock and, and uh, didn't come back on the field. But and Victor was yeah. off for twenty two, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, was. Two, he spent two, two, two stints in the bin. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's a difficult one because, you know, it, it was an elimination final. So there's always, um, you know, feelings are, are, are on a knife's edge and, and, you know, there's a lot of emotion in the game, of course, because of the, the rivalry and there's a big crowd. So the atmosphere would have been, um, you know, just unbelievable for the players out there. But mm. I think at some stage, like I mentioned before, when I was watching the game, particularly sort of just after halftime, I was just thinking to myself, come on, boys, like you need to get your mind back on the footy game here rather than, you know, and trying to push and shove and, and, and whatnot and still trying to get on the opposition skin. The, the team that, that focused more on playing football was the team that won, and that was the Rabbitohs. So as captain, like there's been a couple of times where I've been involved in, in these high-stakes matches, um, whether it be with the Melbourne Storm or even State of Origin, sometimes test, test matches. It's important to try and, you know, if there's a bit of a melee or, or a bit of a push and shove and, and the teams come together, it's important to take your team away and actually get them to refocus and say, hey, boys, look, it's all good and well pushing and shoving and, and you know, that's great to, you know, beat your chest a little bit and, and show them that you're not going to back down. But, hey, let's get our minds back onto football. The team that the team that does that first and does it the best, that's the team will win. So you've you got to try and switch their focus back to what the job is at hand, and that's to go out and, and win a football game. And I, and I thought the Rabbits did that better than the Roosters. More particularly, leaders. Yeah, yeah particularly, when, particularly when, like, the Rabbits were down to 11 men at one stage. Yeah. And the Roosters, they, they didn't they – didn't, they didn't switch their focus to what needed to happen there. Like when you're playing against 11 men, you've got a two-man overlap. Surely you should be able to score one try at least. You might be able to – your focus should be on trying to score some points while those two men are off the field. Yeah. What happened was the Rabbitohs scored down two men. That's when Latrell Mitchell scored his try off yeah. the back of a, a nice Cody Walker pass. So that just showed the way both teams handled that, that situation. The strength of leadership from one of the best leaders we have ever seen in the game, Cameron Smith. Now, Smithy, stand by because we are going to one of your old former Origin teammates, Cohen Hess, in cowboy country. Exactly. We'll do that after the break. I want to get your take on milking penalties as well. Now, Cameron Smith talking all things NRL, and we'll be putting him to work in an extra capacity because... Smithy, on the line now, all the way from Cowboys country, is one of your former Origin teammates in Cohen Hess. Cohen, a very good morning to you. How are things in the far north? Yeah, really good buzz up here at the moment, as I'm sure you can all imagine. So, um, yeah, looking forward to training today and, um, yeah, prepping for two weeks' time now. Cameron, now Cohen can hear you as well. What was he hey, like he... when he made his Origin debut? Yep. You were captain too. No, he was. Uh, no, he's a good young young player. He's uh, he's matured a bit since then. Um, he's grown up a lot, and uh, <laughs> he's uh, no look. He, he was fantastic, Hesse. Um, he come in um, to the side when you know obviously Queensland were, were playing. We were playing some pretty good footy, and we we we'd strung a few 
wins together. But uh, it's great to see, you know, young guys, you see them enter the competition um, and start playing, you know, sort of, you know, representative football at a young age. And now, as I said, you know, Hesse's, he's played, you know, a fair bit of footy and, and now getting the results with the, with his club. But I've got to ask you, Hesse, like how's the region up there at the moment? Obviously, you know, I've played a, a lot of times up in, in Townsville against the Cowboys and they just absolutely love their rugby league. This is the first opportunity you, uh, the club has had to host a, a grand final qualifier. What's, what's the feeling like in the region right now? Yeah, yeah. As I said before, there's obviously a um, huge buzz around around town. Um, yeah, I think everyone sort of comes up to you and congratulates you um, a, a fair bit more now. And then, um, yeah, we've actually got a open training session Sunday, so um, expecting a pretty packed house here here at training. So yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, Cohen, do you normally come off the bench? Yeah, I, I think my role's sort of been mixed. Um, okay. Throughout the year, it's more so, yeah, just about who Toddy wants on the field um, at the time. and um, But, yeah, I, I guess in the middle there, um, it doesn't really matter if you start off the bench. It's sort of no. a pretty similar role, no, yeah. so, so last weekend, you guys had a great bench and hardly got used. Those forwards wouldn't come yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, well, you got Reuben Cotter in the middle there. He, he <laughs> played almost the whole game, so... Yeah, we just let him go. His nickname's the Bulldog. He just gets out there and get get stuck into it. So, um, yeah, and we got Jace as well, who was putting on a show. So, yeah, I think you just leave them out there and let them do what um, whatever they want for as, for how long they can. After ninety three minutes extra time, golden point. You'd be happy with a week off, wouldn't you, to to just to recharge, recover, and yeah. <laughs> get the body right? What's it Bloody look like? Ass, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was obviously a huge game and, um, yeah, playing for 93-odd minutes can certainly take it out of you. And then, yeah, even just watching the Roosters-Rabbitohs game, like they were flogging each other as well. So I, I could only imagine how, how those boys are feeling having to play this weekend. So, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's the privilege, I guess, of um, having the week off. You get to rest up and, and watch that game and, and see what, what's in store for us. Now, Hesse, you're in a prelim, of course, and you know most times when you're in a prelim, it doesn't you don't think about who you're going to play again uh, the following week, or you don't really have a preference. But who do you feel yeah. out of the matchup between Parra and, and Canberra will will get the win this week? Um, yeah, it's a tough one because yeah, Raiders obviously went down to Melbourne and and, and got the chocolates, and that's a pretty mm. fair feat. So. Um, yeah, I, I know I'm a betting man, and I know that the Eels are Eels are favourite, but I might tip the underdogs and go and go to the Raiders. I, wow. I like what Joe Tarpanay and um, Big Papa are doing down there at the moment. So um, yeah, and obviously just the the form that they're in currently, a bit of momentum can can always help in the finals. Hey, what about just quickly? What about Jonathan Thurston? Has he just been hanging around like a bad smell now? <laughs> now that you're only one game away from a grand final, <laughs> yeah. Funny you say that. He's, he's in the he's in the building a fair bit more. He comes, in, <laughs> comes in before the games and shows his face now. Which is good to see. So, yeah, Unky John John's floating in a bit more. Yeah. Don't worry, there'll be a ticket request coming as well. <laughs> <laughs> Several indeed. All right, mate, we'll be back at training today and then an open session uh, in Townsville on Sunday and then you uh, rip in. We uh, wish you all the best, mate, and appreciate you joining us this morning thanks, here Colin. on SENQ. Good luck. No worries. Yeah, you, thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Smithy, you've, you've nailed that, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> J- uh, JT around and about. Yep. Yes. Yep.
Mate, yeah. quickly before we let you go, uh, obviously one of the talking points out of the weekend, especially mm-hmm. out of that Bunnies uh, Rabbitohs clash, ha- has mm-hmm. been players staying down, milking mm-hmm. for penalties. It's been happening for ever and a day, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it has. It, it's been happening for, you know, since day dot. But oh, I think it's more prevalent now given the rule changes um, in the game that we've seen, particularly over the last two seasons, I believe. Um, um, and that's around the high contact, um, you know, the crusher tackle stuff and and um, obstructions. That's where I feel as though players are starting to uh, stop competing. So there was there was one on the week, and we were talking about the Cowboys. Like there was one with Val Holmes. He was barely touched by um, like a, a decoy runner or an option runner. Like he could have kept going and, and attempted a tackle. He may have missed, um, and I think it was Mulatalo that scored in the corner. But they went back and reviewed it, and because he was sort of brushed by a defender, and he mm. just stopped, and I think he hit the ground. And a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Academy Award for Val Holmes." He got the penalty. You know, and that, and that's for an obstruction. And then there's other ones where there's sort of guys are getting brushed up and around the face or the head area, and they stay down. It could because they know the bunker will review it, and then the bunker will look at it and say, "Look, there was contact with the head. That's a penalty." So it's I, I feel as though it, there's more and more in the game now. I don't think it's a great look for the game. Um, I, I reckon if you're a player, just need to let the referees take care of it. I reckon getting a reputation as a player that stays down would be one of the worst things. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Absolutely. And, that, and fellas, you know what? That's why we have our MRC, the Match Review Committee. They look after that stuff after the game's finished. Yeah, but, well but I will finish with this. The game, the game has given the players the opportunity to do it because of all these rule changes. Well said. Before we let you go, your two tips for the weekend. Um, I'm going to go. Um, do we know if Mitch Moses is playing? He's been named. Know. He's so, been named. Oh, okay. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm going to. I might go with Hesse here. I'm going to. I'm going to back the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They're in really good form, led by Papa Lee and Joseph Tarpany. Um, and I'm going to go off the back of last weekend. I just feel the Rabbits. They played semi-final football compared to the Sharks, who conceded mm-hmm. 32 points. So, I'm going to go Raiders. Rabbits, boys. Raiders. Yes, Rabbits, that's the a nasty R. little fade out by the Sharks. Hmm. Cameron, thank you. We'll um, catch you tomorrow. That's right. You and Denny Kemp back on with the captain's run from nine o'clock tomorrow. All part of Goat Wednesday here, though, today. Cameron Smith, how good is it to have access to Smithy? And also to Hodgie, if you've missed any of that, of course, you can catch up uh, on the podcast. Download the SEN app, any part of this show, any part of the wide range of programs on SENQ. You can download it and listen at your leisure and pleasure. Right now, though, time for a news hit at 28 minutes to nine. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.